0: Hey guys, welcome back to Layback Logic. My name is Neil Shadla,
1: and I'm Mihir Ali. And today we're starting our second episode, and this is a pretty special episode because this is our first one ever with a guest speaker. Uh, today we're joined by our good friend Spencer Singer. He's like a musical prodigy, bro. Spencer, this welcome to the be show. Shine, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yo, Spencer? Okay, okay. Nah, nah. It's bro, been it's been a while. Back. What's up, bro? It's been a
2: while since I've seen any of y'all so what you yeah, been doing
0: been during quarantine bro
2: man i've just been well I, I went through a move i've been like i don't know i've been kind of stressed and anxious lately i moved in with my dad and so oh, okay. like i moved oh out, yeah that's right i moved out of the apartment with my mom and it's just been kind of wacky because like i don't know that, that's been like my home for the past five years so it's just like my whole shit flipped upside down but um, are, yeah, you, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. are you uh yeah are you are you like swapping back and forth or are you just staying no, with your like dad she, now?
2: Moved, she moved to go live with her boyfriend i am it's like an hour away so uh, uh, she's living oh with but yeah I'm, I'm chilling with my dad right now I'm just trying to make music I've been getting into like meditation and stuff like that lately so oh, I've, that's, I've just nice. I've just been
1: that's actually to, pretty lit. yeah you know, just trying to do
2: like, med- whoa, whoa yeah man sorry <laughs> you're good bro um no sorry. i've just been doing that stuff every morning every night i feel like it's been helping me like kind of just adjust to a new lifestyle that helps me find my uh you know just ground and center myself i think it's something that everyone should get into uh, so do you, of, you know, do that you. do
0: you do that in the morning like right after you wake up
2: yeah i mean usually like it's part of my morning routine like I'll, i might shower before i do it but it's usually before i leave the house and yeah, then um, and then right before i go to bed but it, it just helps me find my my center before I go out and do stuff, and right before I go to rest. So that's, that's
1: nice. That's actually, yeah. Do you use like any sort of app or anything, or is it just like self self led? No, I just do like
2: YouTube videos. Um, like I'll do either like guided meditations where they'll they'll just work on like chakra work, where you can just. I mean, most of it. I've been doing a lot of reading about like about how the chakras work in general, but but lately, like the stuff that I've been doing goes from your root chakra all the way up to your crown, just going from the bottom of your body all the way up. But you know, the more that I read about it, the more that um, I start to understand there's, there's different currents to it. Like you can, the energy flows in two different ways through your chakras. So there's seven, like, which basically ascend from like your human form, like in your root grounds you to everything that's physical on this earth. And then getting to your crown that connects you to the divine and all that is like, you know, in in the astral plane and, and is divine period. But, um, there, there are two different ways that that energy goes and there's the manifestation current and then there's the liberating current which is like you know if you manifest something it comes from you know just pure abstraction pure thought and then it kind of just transcends into a vision and then you know you start to put words to it and you start to have other connections emotional connections occur and it becomes more human until like eventually you might produce something like a piece of art which you know is physical in this world and you know it goes the other way too you can just start to liberate yourself through your thoughts and become greater than you ever thought you were and you're not just bound by this body so it's just finding balance between those two currents but that that's been you know throwing me for a loop because it's kind of something that's difficult to wrap your mind around at first but it's something that, yeah, so, that i've been super interested in
1: yeah yeah i've heard about that like chakra meditation stuff Maybe. it has that so so would you say it's effective?
2: Yes. Like, would you recommend? Yes. I mean, oh, okay. I, there actually, I don't know if y'all even saw it. There is, uh, the CIA, like, posted uh, or published a bunch of, like, articles about how manifestation is, is like, real, um, how it actually works physically in the universe, uh, that, like, the universe is essentially a hologram, which, like, it sounds stupid at first. It's, it's not, like, a hologram like Plankton's Dinner, but um, I, I don't even know if y'all seen that episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I remember that one, yeah. Um, It's just like, I think the one way that they put it is like, if you can imagine an array of pearls, like so arranged that if you look into one pearl, you see every other single one. And so it's basically like in every piece of the universe lies the entirety of it within itself. So um, within you is everything around you is is God or divine and then through everything else you exist and so through that you just have so much more of a connection with everything else that you can bring like everything that you want into fruition into into reality you can bring that stuff into your life but it's all just about like you know not really having doubts about it and just going with the flow because i think a lot of people are just skeptical at the gate and that's where they fall that's where at the damn that's where they're at fault so uh, you know. okay you just, okay you see i, I feel like yeah.
0: for stuff like this like you can't really wrap your mind around it unless you just like do it like you oh, unless yeah, you give it a sure. try you can't really truly understand like i can't i can't really fathom what you're saying truly to the extent that you are
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but, you, you
2: know. this out <laughs> No, no, no! This is fun. No. Oh, no,
0: no, no! no. Hell, um, no we're for, not if you guys want some context, Spencer just typed something really funny in the chat. So that's why. Um, yeah,
2: it's some
1: some PG some PG thirteen. Yeah.
2: Uh, but All yeah, right. no, it, it's just been like, I, I feel like you know, as someone I, I've always struggled with my faith. I haven't like always gone to church every day, and that's. I think I've always just been longing to find something that that resonates with me more, like, um, just yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, like you can't. There's there's a lot that goes on in like Hinduism, which is basically where like the the chakra work comes from. That's that's the religion pretty much. But you can you can apply it to other religions, and so you can be like Christian, Hindu, and you can be like any other kind of religion. With that, it's more of just a a, a state of mind, I guess, than like you know belonging to a religion. I think I uh, I don't even know if y'all want to keep this in the podcast. I just feel like it's worth noting, but um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm this is good. Lately I I don't know, I just don't mess with the church just because like I don't I don't feel like it's it's of God. You know, the church of God I don't feel like truly exists. It's all man made. And I feel like that's where I've been like tripping up lately. It's like realizing there are people on this earth that will tell you that you're either gonna go to heaven or hell based on what you believe. But at the end of the day you have to realize these people are simply people too, and they're not any better or worse than you are. So who's to say like where you're truly gonna go? It's all man made. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, the Bible was written by men. So I think, I think you have to look inwards to find God. And I think, I think that's where you truly find the divine.
1: I've kind of, I've kind of felt similarly about like my religion with Islam. Like people, there are so many people now with like some, with so many different interpretations of text and scripture. Exactly. And, and it's so hard to, to go back and like reduce, like, to look at everything through a simplified lens, like all the different interpretations and see like which one holds most, holds which, like truest.
2: Which one's literal and which one's a metaphor. Yeah,
1: one. yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's so hard nowadays because, you know, sometimes you'll, you're, you're going to, you're about to do something that you're, and you're kind of doubting yourself religiously. You're like, okay, is this morally correct to do? And then when you start, when you try to search up like the answers to it, I mean, it just, Like, it doesn't answer your question. It just gets, like, more and more complicated because it's just human error. Like, I just – misinterpretation is such a problem.
0: I have a question for both of you. Why do you feel that you need to follow a religion? Because, like, I feel like I don't really, like, believe in anything to say. But, like, I don't feel the need to, like, be bound to, like, a definition of religion. You know? Okay.
1: Loki, I think the topic we're going to be talking about today, like in the episode, I feel like at one point when we start talking about like purpose of life and stuff, which I feel will be like a natural progression in this in this conversation, I think once we get there, I want to come back to this to this thought.
0: Okay, yeah. so then you I want to just transition into, and then we'll That's come what back I, to this?
2: Damn, I feel I mean, like yeah. we're already here. I feel like we're going to forget about it.
1: No, okay. but I, I did want to. We there was a more like kind of concrete purpose to this. I kind of it kind of starts with you, Spencer. Like we're gonna ask you some questions. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah. wait. All so right. we're well,
2: just we're just getting into it. Still, we'll transition. Yeah,
1: yeah. We'll just uh,
0: let's uh, let's introduce the topic of today's discussion. So what we were just talking about was kind of our laid back chill talk, and now we're gonna actually get into the meat of this, the discussion today. That's so yep, so sure. today's uh, <laughs> today's topic is gonna be passion or prosperity: the modern in between. Uh, would you like to elaborate me here?
1: Yeah, 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 So it's like, uh, basically, it's kind of a hard topic to put into words. Uh, but really, we're going to be talking about how, one, we're going to start off with like the most uh, concrete of examples of this in just uh, in terms of your career choice, like, are you going to pursue your passion? Or are you going to pursue like a materialistic career uh, that is supposed to make you money and just be the right career for you? And really, the point of that is we're trying to extend that discussion into more of a commentary about okay, what is the purpose of life to different people, and and how how should we seek self fulfillment in our lives? Is it through following our passions, or is it through following guidelines set in stone uh, by us, by like um, our elders, and by like religion, and by like uh, people above us? So that's kind of the conversation that we're going to be having today. But I want to start off really simple and just. And, and sort of start with Spencer because uh, Spencer, like we invited you for this conversation. Cause I think that you have a lot of uh, unique standpoints to offer regarding this because, because, because yeah, yeah, for you sure, man. It, I got you, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right, hey, you before, before we get into the meat, just quick hydration check. All
2: right. All
1: right, all right. All right. Facts. Down. If y'all have water, anyone watching drink that. Take a sip. Gonna Health is wealth.
2: There's going to have to be a point where y'all just talk because I need to go downstairs and get another water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. We got you. Oh, we got right. you. Yeah, Yeah, we're all good
1: right. at that. All right. Are you here now, though? Can we ask you? Yeah, yeah, I'm chill.
2: Like, I okay, have like right. 30 minutes or whatever. Oh, yeah. All right. Sure, sure, sure.
1: All right. So I guess starting with like – all right. right, go- I want to base this off you first, Spencer, because I think that I want to hear your input on this. Uh, for the first question, like – this is just for you. Did you you choose to follow music or pursue music in college because it's your passion or because you knew that you yourself could do especially well with it materialistically?
2: You know what? I'm going to be honest because like when I first got into it, it was a lot of just like my dad trying to get me to play the guitar. And I was like, all right. So then I got into it and then from the age of five and that's when I first got my guitar. And then, you know, to seven, I started taking lessons from that point in my life was just everything revolved around music. And so that's just been my identity my whole life. And I don't know if it's, you know, necessarily what I desire, but it's just all that I'm used to. And I can't imagine doing anything else. And it's something that I need to do, you know, like, I I don't know, like it it is something that I enjoy and it's something that I'm passionate about. If If I could be doing something else that I'm sure there's other stuff that would interest me, but it's just, been something that i've been so used to my entire life that I, I can't imagine doing anything different. You
1: know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like I'm sorry, repeat the question.
1: <laughs> like it's all No, no. Like did you did you choose to pursue It's all good. Burn. I think i forgot.
0: Wait. <laughs> wait. wait no, so he's basically what Spencer's saying is like he like it really didn't occur to him that he could do anything else. Like the music was like just the logical choice because that's what he's been doing up sure. to this point. It, that's it, right yeah, it, yeah
2: a lot of it is just honestly i feel like how my identity was shaped and a lot of it wasn't at my own hand like you know a lot of okay, it was just okay, external yeah. factors and me being pressured yeah. by like my own past to go into orchestra and then in the seventh grade i was just so like i i don't know i just felt so pressured that i for my second elective i needed to go into band just because you know my whole life needed to be like that and then i i realized like really quickly on i was like putting too much on my plate um but I, I think, like right now, I'm finally starting to figure out what I want to do, like as far as music goes. You know, I've been through a lot of avenues, and many of which I really didn't enjoy. Um, but I, I think it's just you have to find your niche, and I, I still think I'm finding mm. it. But once yeah, I yeah. get there, I think I'll be happy.
1: So. I like that. I, yeah, that's definitely that's a good point. I like the thing you said about finding a niche. That's really important. So, so you so you agree that you are passionate about music. It's yeah, just that it's just that you it's been part of a part of your life for so long and you, you're not sure but if it's
2: more so that it's like passionate about me than i am passionate about it if that makes sense
1: oh, oh okay yeah okay that's actually a really nice like, way like of putting i feel it, like yeah. it's
2: always been chasing me my entire life like that sounds like really like dramatic but... <laughs> it's like kind of
1: poetic yeah, yeah. well
2: uh, yeah. i get it though
1: i get what you're trying to say yeah
2: no yeah for sure yeah
1: you okay you mentioned how it started off with your dad, like trying, yeah. uh, wanting you to learn guitar. Do you think that it like, that was the fundamental, For like sure. that starting point right For there? Sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, so, mean, I was like, I was always watching you take his lessons in like the, in the kitchen or not the kitchen, like the, the dining room right next to the kitchen. And so I, I'd, I'd always be jealous of like him being able to play that. And so I was like, you know, take me to the guitar center next time and buy me a guitar. <laughs> and so I, I, made him buy me that. And I, I, I literally like was ass, like I sucked, but, um, you know, I got into it at seven, <laughs> seven years old. Uh, I mean, I played a lot of like classic rock music, like the first five years of that. And then I think when I got into orchestra in like sixth grade, that's kind of when like, you know, I became more musical and it wasn't just about like making noise. I think that's where like my, my musical maturity started to, to form was from the orchestral program. Uh, I mean, it's a lot more musical than than what whatever I was doing. And I think that's carried through today, even though like I'm not like super passionate about viola and like stringing or like, you know, boat instruments in general. But I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of that musicality is like has transitioned into my work today.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) I I, I had no, no, I had a question. It was on the tip of my tongue. It was like a good question. I just forgot what it was. It's cool. Wait, it's coming around. Hey, Niels, you got any questions <laughs> wait i i had i had such a fire question i'm just trying to wait let me think do you think do you think pursuing music is what's is like
0: gonna make you the happiest like do you ever second guess yourself thinking like oh if i do something
2: myself. i always second guess myself i mean it's just human nature because it's like yeah facts. i don't know like it my, my main goal would be to, like, be able to, to make music for people that, that enjoy it and it legitimately touches them. And that's something that, you know, I could make a living out of, not something that I could, like, you know, satisfy my greed with, but something that I could make a living out of, something that I could be prosperous with. But, um, you know, I I'd, that that would be the, the um, preferred situation, I guess, you know, so you don't really have that choice necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Uh... i mean it's all just like a lot of the the people that that blow up on tiktok or on instagram or any of that they're all like you know most of them have talent you know many of them don't but um, it it takes a a little bit of luck too. you know like no matter how good you are like there's always a chance that none of your stuff is going to get hurt and that's the scary part that's always been scary to me it's like i can sit here and get as good as i want and that's the discouraging factor is like you know one day maybe no one's going to hear my music and you know currently i have 39 subscribers on youtube and so like that's not impressive at all but i mean at the end of the day i just need to make the music for myself and so that that's what always brings me back into it is like i needed it for myself and regardless if anyone hears it i did it for me and it's made me healthier for it you know yeah. i feel like
1: i feel like that's one of the most like i feel like that's one of the most challenging yet also like admirable aspects of art like if you pursue anything in an art industry like uh, music or any fine art I think that's, like, one of the aspects of it is that I feel like, especially today, it's, it can, it's such a high-risk, high-reward type for sure, situation.
2: For sure, yeah. In my opinion. Like, but at, there's something... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so
0: I feel like, like, at what point does the idea that you're not going to be able to make money out of making music outweigh your love? for making music yes yeah that's a nice, i think thing.
2: you know like even even if i do end up settling for like an office job in my 30s or something like that i think it's always still going to be a part of me like i'm always going to still do it on the weekends or whatever just because it's it's mm-hmm. always going to be a part of me like it, it's my outlet i don't really like talk to many other people other than my girlfriend or my, my close group of friends so i mean it, it really is my my only other way to like get my feelings out and channel it and it's it's healthy. If I don't, and I bottle it up, and you know all that stuff just stays in. in me. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not, right. it's not. cool.
1: Yeah. So you you are saying you'd definitely be able to get by with like a reasonably like apathetic normal like office job, but still pursue music on the side, and it I'm will make not you gonna happy.
2: Lie, I would I would absolutely hate my life if it got there. I would hate okay, my okay. office job. But I mean, yeah, yeah, You don't really have a choice. Like, what are you going to do? I, that, that's literally the scariest right. part. Like growing up, man, is like right. I'm scared because, you know, everyone was like, oh, what do you want to do? And I, I feel like even into high school, people are like, oh, what do you want to do? As if, like, you really have a choice because, like, you can work for it, but you're never guaranteed that position. What do you do if you don't get it, you know? Yeah, your whole life you expected to be there, and what happens when you don't get it? That's the that's terrifying, you know? Yeah.
1: So do you think in that sense, like, in our society today, like, career paths have sort of become, like, predetermined and – pre not predetermined, but – like almost pre advertised, like you're kind of like in high school. Like, I've noticed a lot of kids were kind of forced into positions that they didn't want to be in, but they just went there because that was kind of like the materialistic way well, to go. I mean, a lot of it, I
2: mean, I'm sure if y'all can even reflect on your own personal lives, a lot of it is just yeah caused from external factors, from people that have always placed labels on you for being, you know, academically smarter, you should be a scholar should go to this school and then that's been implemented into your mind like since day one and so you've always felt oh i need to go to an ivy league and then okay so you don't get in it's not the end of the world but you all of a sudden feel like it is because everyone's told you that that's needed to be your destiny you know what i'm saying like you never chose that but it's still ranked so important for you that it it, you, you know what i'm saying yeah yeah I don't know if the, if I if I spoke to really yes. about that. Yeah, it's like
1: there's like an invisible hand behind it all. Right. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's like yeah. you may think that you're the one guiding yourself along this path, but in reality, it's just a sum the totality of circumstances. So, Isn't that so
0: crazy? How it, how like other people have yeah. an effect on your priorities?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Because, and you know what? You know what? I've realized that's also been interesting is that we have been blessed with free will, right? But we are not blessed with the the freedom of like choices. You know, our choices may not always be good, but we still have the the, the free will to choose between them. They may they may be absolutely shitty choices, but um, yeah, you know, yeah. like you, you can yeah. still decide. You may not be given a good hand. That's the issue. You know?
1: Yeah, but it's but it's almost like what you decide to do with the right. hand. That, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You
2: have to play your cards smart.
1: Yeah, to play your cards. Yeah. So so would you say that uh it whether or not you follow your passion or like a normal uh uh, nine to five job like would you say that it's almost as if we're slowly losing like the youth generation is slowly losing their choice or their choices to make because everything is becoming so
2: i think everything like in the in general is becoming saturated like like just you know, especially yeah. like music production. Like, there's a lot of music producers on YouTube that make type beats, and that's just a really saturated market. If I wanted to make beats and post them on YouTube, I really wouldn't have a good time like trying to make a living out of it. I wouldn't make a single dollar. Like, it, it's so <laughs> difficult. Like, if you, if you're gonna do something like that, you have to be the best. And I think that's where like a lot of people trip up is because they want to get their stuff out immediately, and it's like you have to you have to get good before you can really put your stuff out there and then impress people. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for real. I mean, you know what You know what I'm thinking about too, though, is like, even if I did end up with an office job, like later on in my life, if, if, you know, say I have like a daughter and a son or something, and I have a whole family, like my priorities probably have changed by then. Like, I probably couldn't care less about, you know, who's listening to my beats online, but, you know, more so about my family. And if it's got to be the money that I've got to make, it's got to be the money, you know? Yeah, so, facts. Like, I mean, I may not yeah. be happy with it, but that's what you need to do. You know, that's, that's the issue.
1: Yeah. Wait. So that. So that. That right there kind of goes like deeper into the into what I was saying at the beginning about how we were going to be talking about the purpose of life and like self fulfillment. So do you think the per like right now we're talking about our, our following our passions uh, when it comes to our career choices and stuff? But you mentioned how when you get a family, those priorities will change. Do you think even so? Do you think even then, the the purpose of what we're trying to do here, like our human mission or whatever is going to stay this like what do you think is the constant like
2: what do you think is the is the
1: purpose the meaning of life
2: yeah i think it's to share as much love and gather as many experiences as you can in this lifetime and i think that's all it is okay yeah so yeah yeah so i think that's all it is i think it's just like you you were given here with the ability to communicate with other people and i mean the only thing that you know you should be spreading is love like it you know what i'm saying like the positivity should be the only it sounds super cliche but i mean like when you really boil it down to like what our everyday purpose is it's only to make other people feel happy and it's only to spread more positivity and love and joy and to gather as many experiences with those people that as you can you know because like as as i'm sure you've learned like a lot of this stuff flies by i mean we just graduated it feels like i just got to middle school so facts, um, yo that, yeah yeah that's yeah you know, you that know, is you facts. Have to like take everything you have to appreciate everything i um I made a song lately, um, and I, I like to name my songs, like, after I make them, because I feel like a lot of what I'm trying to to mean, like, artistically comes out subconsciously, and I can't really, like, interpret it until the whole thing is together. But um, but one of my songs that really had to do with, like, gratitude and, and the whole thing that I started to ponder upon was just, like, it's better to be grateful for the things that you don't love than to take the things that you love for granted, you know? Yeah, and so yeah. it's it's worth putting in the energy to show love than it is to to just sit back and let your mind hate everything that's going on around you because you're just never going to be happy and it's it's literally just about the pursuit of happiness in your entire life. So, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, if, if you're happy, that that's all you can really ask for. I think.
1: Yeah, for sure. anyway you know, By the way, quick shout out to the audience that's watching. Most of the music, or know, all the music you're going to hear in this episode of the podcast is Spencer's own music. Uh Spencer, I forgot to plug your like YouTube channel and Spotify and uh, all yeah, that. Can it's you- um
2: well, it's on YouTube, it's I think it's just YouTube.com slash Spencer twenty four two thousand two that's just my email. Um Okay, okay. Uh, nice. My SoundCloud's just spencer senior uh, it's a really cute picture of me on there. Bro, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> hydration <laughs> shake, hydration <laughs> check.
0: Hydration check.
2: Oh wait, um, well, hold on, hold on, let me go downstairs and get a water bottle. Yeah, yeah go just keep talking. <laughs> Yeah, go right yeah. Back. Be right back. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright,
1: quick laid back logic. Uh, uh what do you call this when you take a break for a second? There's a fancy name. Laid break. back logic downtime. Yeah, downtime, downtime. Okay, okay. So so far we've learned some very interesting things about Spencer. He has a very interesting, uh nuanced perspective of the world, but I like it. You know, I like that. I like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's been he's pursuing his passion versus Obviously he's shown us his hate towards an office job. So yeah. I, I found that interesting because like you know, I, I my thought process would be to, you know, get like a, a safe a safety net, you know, get a yeah pursue something that you can sure. you're guaranteed some income and then you know try to build your music career from there. But he went into music first and is gonna go have a go for it if it doesn't work out, worst case scenario, he gets an office job, which I, I yeah, think is exactly. pretty interesting.
1: You know, another thing I, I noticed, like, I feel like especially when he was talking about how he got into music in the first place because of his dad, like that kind of bought into perspective about how important like the parenting process is. And nice. I feel like that's a that's even a cultural thing, because like you and me, like we, you know, we grew up in like typical typical american brown culture right so like my parents have been recently open with what i want to do or i mean not recently decently decently open about uh what i want to do but they still like they wouldn't let me pursue music like spencer's you know what i mean like they just want yeah for sure yeah like the way the way i always saw it was uh You can do any nine to five office job, any, you know, STEM, medical business, any of that. I I can do any of those. It's not like I need a passion for it. I can just be like apathetic to it and move on with my life. You know what I mean?
0: Thanks. Thanks. Yeah.
1: But the way... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No,
0: No, you know what's interesting in that? (laughs) When you mentioned the culture, like the cultural difference is like, I haven't known anyone in the, you know, brown community that has wanted to pursue it just because like pursue something like that's not STEM medical or business. Right. Like, yeah, I, I don't know anyone. That's just like a fundamental cultural difference, which, yeah. which is why Spencer's case with him, his dad, helping him pursue music. is like kind of very interesting to me. Yeah, I think cause I really don't I'm have just going to jump back in. <laughs> right.
2: um, he just like planted that seed and you know, it's just been growing ever since that day for the past 13 years. So,
1: yeah and i'd say that i'd say the same happened for like me and neilish and like everyone in brown culture like mm-hmm. the seed was planted way back that we should just orient ourselves mm-hmm. towards those types of. Activity. yeah
2: i'm sorry i made that stereotype earlier i just like know you guys personally i want to make that clear like i know you guys are more academic. yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that's fine that's fine like no actually no, I like it's someone, perfect when
2: listening to be like oh he's just gonna assume that <laughs> then, yeah. no.
1: uh, it's fine bro <laughs> yeah no you're good. it's yeah. some laid-back logic it's some laid-back logic yeah laid-back
2: logic, bro. yeah, yeah. I that's a just what had a couple here for. bites of my sandwich from lunch. Ooh
1: I, uh, hit, hit. Ooh. I wanna go I wanna go eat some of Vincent's ice cream. Have y'all ordered Vincent's oh, yeah, ice cream? I have, I have. it's pretty good. It's it's good. It's actually, it's it's good.
0: Shout out to our friend Vincent Chen. He's yeah, he uh, started his home, homemade ice cream business. It's called Scoops for Days. Check him out on Instagram if you haven't. You know, already. Well
2: I think he stopped selling. I may be wrong, but I know he posted a few weeks or like a week back that he was gonna stop.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I think he was out of stock. I think he re-upped, though. I ordered yeah, another, isn't that crazy, though? Like, his demand is plan. so high. The
2: man's, the man's not gotten back to me. So, Vincent, if you're listening to me, I'm waiting on my coffee ice cream. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> yeah. <Bro. laughs>
0: yeah, so uh, let's just uh, All right. ease our way Are back in. To get back into- yeah, let's
1: ease our way back in. Okay, okay. So, bro, but Spencer, you know how you're talking about how the meaning of life was essentially the pursuit of happiness for yourself and for others yeah. and to spread positive? yeah i agree with this i agree with that but critics critics of that philosophy say it's hedonism like he didn't like just searching for pleasure but i always thought pleasure and happiness were two different things what do you think
2: about that yeah i agree i agree because i mean pleasure can you know i I mean i I know it's a bit uh uh too risky for the conversation but i mean you can go have sex with a girl and you'll feel pleasure but at the end of the night if you go home and that's not the girl that you truly love you're not going to be happy you know what i'm saying? so like yeah, it goes yeah. The it's other like a way too like you can do things for others you can go do backbreaking work for people out of the kindness of your heart and you'll be happy at the end of the day but it's not going to feel good you know it may not yeah. physically feel good anyways but i mean um i know. always thought so as well yeah
1: like i always thought hedonism referred to like sensory experiences like oh okay you're gonna you're gonna like the you know you're Just like, like
2: temptations of the flesh it, temptations
1: yeah but then happiness is more like more of like a soulful it's fulfilling. thing it's more yeah
2: fulfilling. if you yeah, can imagine a balloon like filled with air versus with some actual like substance you know like you can you can stretch the the boundaries of, of your pleasure but i mean if it's not filled with any substance then you're not going to truly be happy so. that's that's a hella
1: clever way of putting it yeah so what
0: do you think is, like, a good medium in that people can pursue their passions and secure, you know, a lot of money, you know? What do you think? Um,
2: I don't know. It's, like, it's difficult. It's it's finding balance, and that's always difficult, you know? Um, you can – Yeah, a lot of the jobs, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like, a lot of the jobs that I can think of, you know, 99% of them aren't for me, and that, that's usually how it is because, I mean, you – you as a specific person are like a collection of all of the experiences and knowledge that you've ever like encountered. Right. And so therefore you are unique in that, in that perspective. And there, there is usually like most of the occupations just won't fit how unique, you know, what you've, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but it's just, you, you seem to, I sound stupid as hell right now. (laughs) You need to like, once you develop like your own identity, it's like 99% of jobs just don't seem like they're fit for you. And so I think, you know, just, just finding out like who you really are. And like I mentioned earlier, like truly finding your niche, I think that's that's what's going to make you happy. And I think that's more important than, you know, finding out what's going to pay out. But I mean, that, that, that comes later, you know. okay it, It's so not necessarily what's more important, but, you know, happiness, I think, should come first at least.
0: So that's an interesting point. So you're arguing that you should pursue a niche that you have a passion in. But what would you say to, like, my my ideal idea for that would be to pursue something that's going to make
2: you money and then find a passion in that particular area? Yeah, I mean, there, there are definitely people that have, like, gone and, like, caught their bag early on and then retired at an early age and, like, done something, like, super interesting, super creative. And I think that'd be awesome. But I mean, like, I feel like it would just be more fulfilling. Like this has been something that is so much more special to me because it's been something that I've been doing as long as I can remember. It's not been something that like, I just woke up one day and thought, you know, I just want to do this, you know, then it doesn't hold the same weight. It does it's not as fulfilling because it's, I, I feel like fate has, you know, determined that this is my purpose. You know, like I need to, I was put on this planet to make music. I was put on this planet to manipulate frequencies so that people like enjoy them, you know? Um, okay.
1: you, you know, for some people it's it's easier said than done though. Like you mentioned how once you find that niche passion of yours, like nine, the other 99% of jobs will kind of fade away. That never happened for me. I don't really know what exactly my passion is. Like I Same. I feel like I I feel like I could mold myself into like a variety of different paths. I think maybe it's, I just maybe I, mean, maybe I just haven't you, discovered it yet. Yeah. I mean it,
2: there there's that phrase jack of all trades, master of none which is like I mean that that's just essentially you need to like figure out what you, know, you can try all of those things, but I mean, until you have all of those experiences, which I'm not saying that I do, but, you know, I've worked in food service and I don't particularly enjoy it. I, I can't imagine like staying in that line of work. That's where I'm currently working, but like, I cannot imagine staying in that line of work the rest of my life. So I know that's not for me. And immediately off the bat, I wouldn't imagine working retail or anything like any, any other kind of like teenage job right now, but office jobs just don't seem like they're for me. I, I'm just, I, I can't sit still, you know, I, I can't imagine just sitting in a cubicle all day and not being able to able to leave um mm, yeah yeah that's totally know, just yeah. desk work in general is like not for me um i don't know maybe maybe that'll hopefully not but maybe that'll fade when i as i grow older you know become less yeah. uh, less uh, energetic but yeah yeah
1: i feel like i feel like maybe in our culture like our brown culture i i think and you know just Well, I don't want to say Asian culture because I don't want to stereotype that far. But brown culture, like I think, I think the value, like the tenet that, uh, like our parents kind of try to instill into us, is like uh, the the thing you said about jack of jack of trades and master of none. I think they try to instill that philosophy into us, like try like expand into every field branch possible and and see like every uh, materialistically sound branch, like STEM, medical, business, something that would make a, at least a decently pocketable amount of money they are like e- extend into all of those learn about all of them and then see which one you'd like to fit into yeah the most i don't know that's yeah. never
2: just been like i feel like it's not to say that like i don't feel like my parents have ever guided me because they have but I, they've never like other than music they've never like you know put the idea in my head that i should do anything different you know or, or pursue yeah. anything else so it's it's always just been kind of up to me, and I've never, you know, imagined myself doing anything else. Although, like honestly, in some nearby alternate universe, I could see myself being a lawyer. I,
1: uh, mm, <laughs> I like that's I, interesting.
2: I really enjoy like reading reading the laws and like people that go out and do what are called like First Amendment audits on the police. Go yeah, out and, yeah, like, Back, list, yeah, uh, yeah. Public sidewalks and film the police at doing like routine traffic stops, and then you know it, it's protected by the First Amendment that you can you know film. Anywhere that your eyes can see from the public. It's like
0: cha- Challenging the police. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's, it's like setting up a speed law. trap, but like backwards. Yeah. yeah exactly. I uh, know an oath to, to uphold the constitution. Yeah. And it really puts, you know, some, I mean, there are really some that, that don't understand the constitution. There's, I'm sure you can find it pretty easily on YouTube, but I mean, like I really enjoy reading up about, uh, about the law. I just can't imagine myself studying, you know, like to beat a case, you know, lawyers are up day and night. They don't get paid unless they win pretty much. So, um, I I can't do that in this reality, but maybe some nearby one.
1: That's interesting. It's actually interesting. Do you think, so, so Spencer, do you, do you agree that all people should pursue exactly what makes them most happy as that's the purpose of life that we discussed earlier? I
2: I mean, at the end, it's up to you. Like if, but I mean, I guess it's kind of ironic in that even if you don't choose necessarily what makes you happy, because that doesn't make you happy, then you're still pursuing what makes you ultimately happy. Like, you know, yeah, this, yeah, that's that just human sense. nature. Like, yeah, whatever's yeah, the yeah. better option. That unless you're like intentionally punishing yourself, you're gonna choose what's ha- what makes you happiest. You know what I'm saying?
1: That is true, actually. Yeah. No, yeah, that's actually yeah. yeah. So it's almost as if like things align, and you well, can it's make just it-
2: human nature. That, I mean, you're your own best friend pretty much unless you like absolutely despise yourself and think that you should be punished for whatever. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like if you are offered, you know, a position at Harvard and then just choose to go to Colin because you hate yourself, then you're intentionally not doing what makes you happy. But I mean, like say, you know, the money's the issue and then you end up going to Harvard but you're still doing what what is fulfilling to you. I mean even though it might put you in debt like for the next 50 to 60 years but you know you're doing what makes you happiest and I mean if that's if you always wanted to be a scholar and that's what makes you feel like your purpose is being fulfilled then that is absolutely worth spending all the money on because you know at the end of your life you're going to wish that you had taken that opportunity even if you're sitting yeah. with, you know, a, a car that's $30,000 more expensive, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But there's there's almost like a There's also, there's almost like a chain reaction though, because you brought up that example of Harvard and debt. Like if you chose, if you chose to go to Harvard, follow your passion, you're getting, you're getting your self-fulfillment. Yeah. But then the, the money, like the, the debt that, uh, uh, like the issue that arose out of that or arised out of that, I don't know, Arises. uh, arises out of that. Yeah. Arises out of that. Um, that. Like that can affect other people's happiness. Like you might be happy doing what you want, but let's say, for example, your parents are helping finance. It might help. It might uh, intrude into like their seeking happiness in life. Sure. So, I do you mean, think that that's? Yeah,
2: I mean, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. How like I know I sound like a tinfoil hat guy, but like how the universe is a hologram. Like everything that you do inadvertently affects everything else in the world, whether you know it or not. I mean, like it may not be the biggest change at all but if you've heard of the butterfly effect it's similar to that but i mean like it sends out ripples and so yeah it's like the
1: third law yeah, yeah. every action has an exactly. equal and opposite reaction yeah yeah it's kind of funny it's kind of well it's not funny it's really fascinating how uh like worldly things that aren't supposed to be explained by science like um like human emotion and like human willpower and like the human condition and all that it's yeah. funny how you can still apply um it's it's funny how well fascinating it's fascinating how you can still apply like rules of basic physics and science to that like it's almost like everything is kind of formulaic even though it doesn't oh, yeah. seem like, like
2: it i mean there's there's a lot of like sacred geometry and like in a lot of um you know um that metaphysical kind of uh way of thinking but I, yeah. if you've heard of like the flower of life like the the drawing of, I, I forget how exactly it's drawn but um with from within that there are different like geometrical shapes that represent different aspects of life and so there's you know the fruits of life and there's the trees of life or the tree of life and then the flower of life so there's different like shapes within that and so it really shows like how everything is interconnected we are like we are beings of energy like we are you know everything that you think is energetic and everything that you do is energetic and that energy like as science teaches us is like it never dies it can only be transformed and so thought can only be like transformed into action and, or, it, you know, it can fade out into the universe and goes elsewhere. But, um, yeah, I forget what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for
0: sure.
1: <laughs> right, so It's actually, it's, it's funny though. I like, I, I like how you, I like how you like seamlessly transition between the subject <laughs> yeah. and then also
2: just like more like spiritual and- anywhere other than the streets. So, um, I mean that's a gross understatement of what I mean by comfortably put um, on. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it is—it's a true necessity. It's like anything else. You, you can't—you can't get by without it. You need food. You need clothes on your back. You need a shelter. You need water. You know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you think uh, approaching it from like a different like a, this is kind of a new question that we haven't considered yet? Do you think do you think people can learn uh, to enjoy? a specific endeavor they start, like a specific career they uh, go on? And it, do you think people can adopt new passions yeah, even I though mean, they didn't I like them
2: So, I mean, I've, before? it's just having a change of heart in general. I mean, I think a lot of people are capable of having a change of heart. Like whether it's like, there have been so many people in my life where like I've just absolutely like hated them for years. And then when I finally got to actually talk to them, they haven't been that bad. You know, like change of hearts like really aren't that difficult to come across. And so, I mean, your occupation is like generally a pretty important thing. But I mean, if you have to come to a compromise where it's something that you like, I guess, you know, generally enjoy, but it's not something that you're like over the moon about, but it's getting by, then you really can't ask for more than that. Because I mean, you're living comfortably, you know, I think, you know, like you should be pursuing happiness, but I mean, I don't want to say like, take what you can get, but like, be grateful and count your blessings. Like if you have a job that treats you well, even if it's not like, you know, what you would love to be doing, but it treats you decently and you're getting by and you have a, lo- a lovely family. Like, I, I, there's not much more that you can truly ask for because I mean, you're doing your purpose, I think.
1: Yeah. All right. If I'm being honest, I think we kind of brushed upon like, yeah, I think we hit all the questions we
2: could ask. Yeah. Yeah. We hit,
1: I think we, yeah, we hit all the answers. I think this is a nice, natural stopping point for this episode. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: All right. Hey, uh, thank you, Spencer, for joining yeah, us. Man. It's been it a pleasure really having a to you.
2: you. I, I hope I yeah, didn't bro. sound too stupid. I, I know I went on a lot of questions. But, <laughs> nah, bro, uh, no, no, no. no one, no <laughs> one sounds so.
1: too stupid on here. Yeah, <laughs> Safe back I, on I'd
2: it. love to be back on this with y'all.
0: It was nice Absolutely. To you We'd love to have you back, man.
1: Yeah, bro. Right. It was a pleasure. It was actually so fun. All right. Man. Oh, by the way, uh, one more time. I just one more time. I want to plug your all your stuff. So Spencer242004, right? On YouTube. 2002. 2002. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Good, Spencer
2: 24, 2002. I'm yeah, 18 yeah, yeah. years old. I'm a grown man.
0: Slow, <laughs> bro. Makes good Falling. beats, guys. You guys should give it a listen. Yeah, cool. man. Yeah, anyways, guys. Uh... <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Let's run that back. Anyway, guys, uh, have a good day. Stay hydrated, stay safe, and peace out.